What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology, and uh, we are in the book of Genesis, chapter 24, 10 through 27, the second part of the saga of finding Rebecca. We have, we've got to find Rebecca. We've got to find a spouse for Isaac. And in the last episode, we saw that he got set out on a journey, this servant of his. Abraham stayed back and was trusting in God to allow a servant to go out and to find a son. I'm sorry, find a wife for his son. So he's showing some faithfulness there. And we know that God is faithful to achieve his promises. What he said he's going to do, he's going to do it. And so now we're on the second part. What happens for the servant in his travels as he travels out? So if you haven't checked it out yet, read Genesis chapter 24, 10 through 27, and then uh, uh, stop the tape, come back, check it out. We'll answer the four questions. If you uh, have already read, then let's go ahead and jump in, man. Let's let's see what it's got to say. So the first question is, what is the scripture actually saying? What are the words that are on the page trying to express what is the author trying to convey as he writes these things. Well, what happens is what actually happens is that um, uh, the servant hops on the donkey or camel, grabs 10 camels, takes off and goes down to this country. And it says when he finally gets there, uh, actually it says he grabs all of Abraham's stuff too, like a, a bunch of his stuff. <clears throat> excuse me, a bunch of his stuff. And he says when he gets to the land that he's supposed to be at, then he stops uh, and, and uh, at the front of a well. And then he prays. He, he prays to God. He's like, God, man, um, which is unique because it just says that he talks to God. He says to God. He speaks to God. So uh, a little short sermonette here on McGee is that, man, prayer is just talking with God. I mean, it, it's nothing super... Uh, like uh, all worthy. It is all worthy in the fact that, man, we get to convey with the God of the universe. But sometimes I think we over um, over like do it. We make it too complicated. We uh, holy it, e even though I hate to say those words like that, because it is something that's holy. It is something that's worthy. It is something that's awe inspiring. But in essence, it's just talking with God. It's speaking with God. It's conveying an intimate relationship with the one in, uh, whom you love. And so that is what prayer is about. And that's what uh, this 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 servant does. He just it says he just talks to God, man. And he asks him, he says, God, man, do this kindness to me because of my uh, my master, Abraham. He says, do this kindness to me, do this hesed, uh, make this favor for your servant and whom you've committed yourself to is basically what he's saying. When he says, do this hesed, he says, show the love that you said you had for him, uh, that that um, relationship you said you desired with him and that you would be committed for. He says, demonstrate that commitment to me today. And so he, he asked God to do a couple of things. He says, man, when I, uh, he's like, when I go into this uh, well and I'm at this well right now, he's like, allow one of the maidens to come out, one of the ladies to come out, man. And when she does, I'm going to ask her for a drink and, and she's going to give me a drink. And then she's also going to say, hey, man, I'm, I'm going I'm to feed you camels, too. I'm going to let you, your camels drink. He says, if you do this, then I'll know that this is the one that you have chosen to be the bride for my master's son, for Isaac. And so he says, before he can even finish saying those words, before he can even finish speaking the prayer, it, it says that uh, Rebecca came out. 
and Rebecca was the the it, it gives a descriptor of who he is because the author wants us to know that this is literally the answer to the prayer. This is the person in whom Abraham had requested because he said somebody from his family, from his hometown. And so it says this is actually uh, Abraham's brother, um, his son's uh, daughter. And so she comes out and then he he, he asks her, he does the things, man. He says the things. He's like, hey, can I get a drink of water? She goes down there to get the water. She comes back up and he runs down to meet her. He says, hey, man, can I get a drink of water, man? She says, sure. She says, drink your full, man. And so she gave him the whole cup that she had poured for herself and gave it to him. And then she said, and when you're done, man, I'm going to go, I'm going to fill up for your camels too. You know, uh, one of the people I was reading about says that it made mention specifically of having to go down and having to go up because it wanted to show like the effort that it would take for her to actually do these things. That it's not just something where he goes over to the, you know, how we got that little water bottle thing where you put it up there and the water just pours out, but that there is some kind of effort that had to be given in order for her to do this thing with uh, uh, the servant. But the camels, there's 10 camels, man. Imagine having to fill up enough water to have to feed 10 camels. And so she's working hard, man. This is not just some simple task like, ah, yeah, I'm just going to do it because it ain't no thing. But this was actually some this took some exertion from her to be able to feel this, man. And so really, it shows the uh, uh, what is like the heart of Abraham, how Abraham was a hospitable person. The family of Abraham were people who cared about others, that they wanted to see others prosper. They wanted to show favor to those people. And so Rebecca is demonstrating these qualities and thereby showing like the author is trying to convey the fact that this person is worthy to come in and be a part of this family that, uh, that Abraham has. And, and she's living out the, the, the qualities and the ideals that Abraham wants to demonstrate as a follower of God. And so she is being so hospitable. And so when that happens, man, he sees that and it says he, he saw her, she was beautiful you know, that uh, she was of uh, of uh, was a virgin, meaning that, that she was able to be married, that she wasn't taken already from someone else. And and that um, she was just a, a wonderful woman all around. So she had she had everything, everything that could be desirous of a person. And so after that happened, he said, he just stared at her like, man, is this is this God answering my prayer? He's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, it, literally, I prayed and then this is happening. Is this God answering it? And so um, he asked her, he says, who are you, man? Like, like whose daughter are you? And, and is there a place for me to stay if if with with your, your folks so I can hang out, you know, because she was being so hospitable. And she's like, uh, yeah, she told her, I'm, I'm the I'm the Batula, I think. No, not Batula. That's the, the word uh, in Hebrew for, for virgin. I'm sorry. It's uh, uh, Bethuel. And uh, he says the the uh, the Nahor is the is the brother of Abraham. And he's like, yeah, we've got a place to stay. But not only that, we've got food and, and drink for your, your camels, man. It's like, yeah, we can, we can take care of you. Come, come through, come through. And he says, and when he heard that, man, he just had to bow down. He had to bow down and give worship, give praise to Yahweh. He said, man, this is the thing. This is it right here. I got, I got to praise the God that, that of my, of my master, because 
I, I prayed as soon as it happened, man, it happened, man. And so what is this saying or conveying about who God is, man? First off, it's it's his faithfulness. He, he's doing the thing he said he was going to do. He is making a family that will bless the, the world, that will bless the nations through Abraham. And he's providing a wife for Isaac so that prodigy, that uh, progeny can continue, that that um, that line could multiply and could extend so that we now, as the people of God blessed, can be a part of it. But he's also providential, man. Look, he's doing these things like he said. He sent his angel out before him to have Rebecca come out at the time that she came out when he was at the place when he was there. It is the time for when the the the, uh, the ladies would come out and draw water, but this specific lady, Rebecca, to come out at this specific time when this servant was sitting at this specific well. So it is it is uh, uh, God moving His hand in these things. But then finally, it shows the imminence of God, which means that He works in creation. He's transcended, of course, where he's above all things, but he moves through creation. And what I mean by this is that through our human actions, our decisions, the the uh, the autonomy that we have, God uses those in order to achieve his purposes, because the, the servant asks these questions for these certain things to be done. And Rebecca does those things. She just does them because because uh, that's that's who God had created her to be. And so, man, that's so wonderful that God moves through people in that way. It's it's very it's very tough to to have the tension between the actions that that man can do, the the the, the choices and the decisions that man can make. Yet God is moving through those choices and decisions, authoring those choices and decisions in such a way that would cause for his purposes to happen. He's sovereign. That means he's in control. He's doing all of these things. And that's what this scripture is saying about God. But what is it saying about man? Well, I think it's for us to trust in God's faithfulness. I explained a little bit earlier when we started that Abraham trusted in God by sending a servant. He didn't even have to go himself. He was a, probably a bit too old. And then he didn't want Isaac to go because he didn't want him going back to the land. He said, don't don't even go back there. Don't even give that notion to your head. And on a side note, man, that's about sin is that don't even allow it to to grab a foothold. Don't even allow it to get a, uh, a little sample because we don't want to go there. And it could have been way tempting for Isaac to go back to that land because that's where his family was. But God had called him away. And so Abraham didn't even put the, the picture in front of him. He even put the plate in front of him, man. Not even a, a, a measure of temptation Abraham would place on his son to go back. And so he didn't do that. And for us, man, we shouldn't put a measure of temptation in front of us. When it comes, when it tries to rise, kill it then. Destroy it then. And so for uh, uh, for us to just trust in the faithfulness of God as, as a servant knew of the covenant love or the, the commitment that God had made for Abraham, he said, do this kindness or do this hesed for me because of your servant. And he believed it would happen. Matter of fact, it happened as, as soon as he got done. 
And second, I think is 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 show show hospitality. See, this is a quality that God calls for. It's a quality that is very highly regarded in the scriptures, as you see, uh, as we've talked about through the scriptures in the past. And so for us to do that, I think, is a is a picture of the hospitality that God shows for us. And so let us demonstrate that hospitality to others. I think that's that's what it's showing about man. And then seek the Lord in prayer for guidance. Not only do we trust God, but in trusting him, we got to We got to ask him, what is it we got to do? What do we got to do? And so seek him, seek the Lord through prayer, ask him, what is it you've called me to do? What is it that you want me to pursue? And how can we apply these truths to our lives? Understanding his faithfulness, his providence, that he works through us and that we should be faithfully trusting in him, loving others and seeking him in prayer. Well, I think for us to know what to do is we need to read the scriptures. So we need to, to read what he has to say. This for sure is a revelation from him and the things that we ought to do. But not only do you need to read the scriptures, but trust what the scriptures say. As we read the scriptures, we've got to believe the scriptures. So not only do we read them, but we believe them. We understand that they are the very words of God and that we should live them out. That's what believing means. And then finally, just be kind to others, man. Be kind, please rewind. Be kind to others. Seek their good. Seek their benefit. That's what true love is. Appreciate you guys for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode.